2: You are listening to Satellite Sisters, and we're super happy that you're here today. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm a writer and producer. I live in Pasadena, California, and I'm happy to be at the Wondery Sunset Studios
0: recording today's show with... With me. I'm Liz (laughs) Dolan. I'm the middle sister. Uh, Yeah, Leanne and I are here in the studio together. She arrives every Tuesday morning with a report of all the billboards (laughs) on Sunset Boulevard because that's the way she drives. I come from Santa Monica, which is the other direction. And today, what was it? it was cats, cats, cats,
1: cats. And all cats. cats. I it mean,
2: so many cats. So either love it or you're terrified of it.
1: <laughs> when does it open this week? Is that is that's when it's all happening? This is Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas, uh, the big state, the big state of Texas, the great city of Dallas. I'm I'm a empty nester. I'm an urban nana. I have five grandchildren. I'm going to tell you about a little trip I took this week with my grandchildren, and I'm happy to be with you.
0: Okay, I'm just googling Cat's opening date. Oh, 1980. No, I didn't no, mean Christmas I movie. It, Christmas
1: Day. It oh, opens okay. Christmas Day. It's all right. on
2: all the billboards <laughs> list. I saw And if the choice is cats versus little women, uh, yeah, I'm going to little women. Okay. So that's, they only got one billboard. But, um, (laughs) all right, that's, you know, that just leads me right into what we're going to talk about on the Mm -hmm. show today. Mm -hmm. Entertaining Sisters, we were out and about over the weekend. We have some movies and entertainment properties you should invest in, you should go see. podcasts. And some you should (laughs) not go see. That's what we're here for, to give you both thumbs up and thumbs down. Uh, Julie,
1: you're going to bring us all the facts on... Sweet potatoes. Is that correct? Yam. Yams, Liam. No, they're sweet. I'm going to call them sweet potatoes. But, yes, they're having their moment, Leanne and Liz, and I'm, I'm going to tell you all about it. Okay. Liz, you have a Bitter Business Bureau, because that's the holiday spirit. Yes. Come on, Liz. Well, it's just businesses
0: come at you during the holidays, you know? They just come at you. Yeah. So it's easier to become bitter. Mm-hmm. And so I just have a few things that I want to speak out about. Sure. Uh
2: and I have that's- breaking news with a 30-year-old Glamour magazine.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. Like, I like, hard to imagine like, there could be something in that edition. And she's got it here in paper, Julie, like an actual live <laughs> version of the April, what is
2: that? April 1985. Yeah. There's a reason why my friend sent this to me. And yes. then as I went through it, my mind was blown.
0: Because really? first
2: of all, this was a prescient magazine. Yes. And secondly, 30-something years, nothing's changed, sisters. <laughs> Really? We have not
1: come a long way. Oh, darn. So it's, it's like a little bit sad. Okay. I know. Oh, okay we're some... getting in the way back machine with uh, Glamour Magazine.
2: Yeah, so that's what we're handling. But Liz, first, okay. a... I am
0: going to start with some happy holiday news, which is, you know, um, I know we've gotten, we've all gotten through uh, Cyber Friday, oh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. But I just want to say it's cyber every day of the week at the Satellite Sister shop. Okay. You just go to our website, which is SatelliteSisters.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's the link. There are other ways to get there, too, but that seems to be the simplest one that everybody understands. And uh, when you get there, you'll see we have all kinds of merch. Our, our biggest sellers are the logoed stuff. So if you just want a Satellite Sisters sweatshirt, a Satellite Misters t-shirt, like a nice long-sleeve tee for your Satellite Mister, those are nice. Stay Noisy is super popular as a collection. And also Urbanana is very popular as a collection. That's all available. But there are also some cult faves in the store, sisters. Some things that I can see, oh. they have a following. One for Operation Sea Turtle, which is our kind of health and wellness sub-brand. We'll call it sure. that, okay? Uh, the Operation Sea Turtle hoodie is super nice and pretty popular because I think people like that for their outdoor walking or after swimming it's good for your sea turtle activities uh we have several choices of journals but the one that says you can't make new old friends i know is a cult fave because that is just a perfect gift to give your old friends yeah (laughs) like what could be simpler than that just give them a little journal that says you can't make new old friends we recommend that as a you know Party gifts, stocking stuff, or whatever. And the last thing, which is really culty, is the car magnet that says, call your satellite sister. And... I love that, Liz. That's a good idea. It is a good idea. Well, that was a request, Julie, from the Sisterhood. People love their car magnets, which is not a product category I had previously been aware of as a, as a thing, <laughs> that people had things. But now that I've designed a few, I've seen that they are quite popular. Anyway, call your Satellite Sister car magnet. Again, stuffing, stocking stuffer <laughs> written all over that one. So there you go. Just shop at, the, at SatelliteSisters.com and enjoy.
1: Sounds great. Okay, sisters, well, I want to tell you about my beignets, no bourbon tour of New Orleans. That's right. I took three of my grandchildren to New Orleans for like a long weekend because I believe New Orleans is a great city for children. I think you. we all know it's a great city for adults, Yes. but it's also a wonderful, enchanting uh a uh, completely different kind of place to take children to. So we had a great trip. Uh, we had some air miles. So we flew to New Orleans. We, my husband and I, we arrived with our three grandchildren. It was a short flight. We get off the plane. Uh, and here's the thing. I didn't know. We got off the plane and I didn't know where I was. I didn't recognize the airline the, the terminal. I had this I go, we got off the plane and I was like, "Where am I? I oh, have really? flown to the wrong city. because apparently unbeknownst to me, that New Orleans opened a brand new airport two weeks ago. okay oh. <laughs> and I had failed in my uh, pre-planning uh, um, uh, research to pick up on the fact that they had a new airport opening up. So we landed, we got off the plane and we're walking through this gorgeous terminal and I don't know where I am and I just <laughs>
0: <laughs> And we should explain for those who don't know, you lived in New Orleans for many years and you raised many, your many children years, right. in New Orleans.
1: So I'm very familiar with the, with the the previous um, airport, so it's in the same location. They built a brand new airport on the other side of the runways, and it's glorious. So, so that's a, that's you know that's a real plus for New Orleans. And then we just we did sort of the one-two punch that I think anybody taking kids to New Orleans would do. We got we went to the Great Audubon Zoo, and then we went to the Aquarium of the Americas. And you can get all kinds of package deals, but this is a great place to bring kids because. One of the one of the other things that adults like to do in New Orleans is go on swamp tours, but that's a long drive. Then you have the then you're on a boat. Maybe the kids yeah. are going to get sick. Can I tell you? You can see plenty of alligators <laughs> at the New Orleans. Zoo, okay, plenty of them. Hundreds. It seemed like there were hundreds of alligators. Okay, so that's a winner right off the bat. Um, the others total surprise to me. That was just. You know, a, a real must is they have a beautiful park in New Orleans called City Park, and they have redone it post uh, post Katrina, and it's fantastic for kids. They have a great Storyland, a Botanic Gardens. They have putt putt golf. There's plenty of play uh, play areas for the kids. So, highly recommend that. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. French Quarter, it's a must, but you have to be strategic about it. I mean, there's some clear no-fly zones with (laughs) kids, which is anywhere near Bourbon Street or the proximity, but you don't want to miss it because there's so much history and culture. And again, it's not like anything they're going to see here in Dallas or Houston or many other places in the country. And it's important that I think we visit unique places and you expose children to that. The other big winner in New Orleans is that Mississippi River. I mean, kids <laughs> love that river. I mean, it's fantastic. You have so much boat traffic, of all the barge traffic there, and it's just amazing to watch. It really, um, you know, it really keeps their attention. So, so did you all- just go stand on the levee and watch the boats sure. go by? Yes, and that's Liz. That's the thing to do. You know, we had some great meals in New Orleans. Uh, the my, the grandchildren love. They love oysters. They love fried oysters. They love fried shrimp. They were game for anything that we that that New Orleans has. So that was fun with them. I will say that some of the places that we went, and we're going to post links on our website. They are now so popular because people go to New Orleans. Of course, Cafe Du Monde, where you, know, you have to get the beignets. These are the donuts with the powdered sugar. They're big long lines. Um, or, but even some of the joints we went to to get poor boys, the the famous New Orleans style sandwiches, because you know we went to one called Donalise, which is a small small restaurant. But, of course, the late, great Anthony Bourdain had visited. Um, oh, <laughs> oh. So now it's a mob. Big, long line, which is something that kids are not really great at, standing <laughs> yeah. in long lines, you know. But um, I solved that problem with a round of Barks root beer. You know, we just got him some root beer, gave him a piece of candy. They hung out in the line for a while, and we got it done. But, that, but I, I just want to encourage people. It's just such a you know, sort of different place. The architecture is different there. It's, it's, you know, great for them to learn about the country and the history and, you know, the river. Um, that I, I Don't shy away from it because you think it's an adult city.
2: Okay. okay. That's an excellent travel oh. recommendation. And as you said, Julie, you have put together a whole bunch of links. They will all be at SatelliteSisters.com on the blog post for this show. Correct yeah that is absolutely correct. okay. Yes. okay, excellent. <laughs> good, good report. I remember taking our kids there about the same. They were about the same age as your grandchildren. and, And, Brooks, we went to one of Emerald's restaurants, and we ordered, like, a crab meat cheesecake as a starter. Uh And when the waitress came back, he said, could we have seconds on the crab meat cheesecake? (laughs) He had just never tasted (laughs) anything
1: like that.
0: (laughs) So So delicious. delicious.
1: (laughs) They gobbled up the gumbo. They ate Uh, it all. The food uh, is just so distinctive and tasty. And everyone is, you know, the other thing about uh, people in New Orleans, they're really nice to kids. Yes. They love kids. And so uh, that that makes it fun uh, to travel with them. So don't miss that place. Yep. Uh,
2: all right. I wanted to give a tiny update on Thanksgiving because yes. that's what many Americans were doing last week. Most mm-hmm. Americans were cooking turkey, cooking stuffing, debating things yep. over the holidays. I had a small gathering at my house. Liz was there. Sheila was there. In-laws were there. My sons were there. Um, and I... As I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I had some surgery uh, about six weeks ago, so and I have a new fangled colon as a result. <laughs> <laughs> so I was approaching Thanksgiving with a little bit of trepidation. Uh-huh. One, could I physically cook everything? And two, could I physically eat everything? Yes. The answer to number two is no, I can't. And maybe never again okay. will I be able to really go for a large, multi-course meal. Is that the worst thing in the world? No. no. But I feel like I paced myself both... Physically, emotionally, and and eating wise, uh, uh-huh. and I did it. You know, I made it through without any trips to the ER, so I was happy. So I just want to thank my son Colin, who came in for the week. He promised to be my sous chef, and if you have ever, I don't know, interacted with a college child, you may know they promise a lot and don't deliver. But he. <laughs> 100% <laughs> delivered on this promise. He, he was
0: serious about it. He yeah. helped me
2: do the shopping Monday and Tuesday, You know, unloaded all the groceries, which is still hard for me. He did the schlepping. He made, he took ownership of anything that involved cranberries, the sauce, the crumble. He was slicing. He was dicing. He was doing the dishes. He helped me set up the whole house the day before. And then Barrick made him carve the turkey. My yeah. husband like retired from turkey carving. He said, let Colin do it. So he yeah. even got in there and carved the turkey with me. Can I
0: just say one thing about the setup of the house? Because you promised when we let you host Thanksgiving again, it only recently being post-surgery for colon cancer, that you would, like, take it easy. Yeah. Julie, I am here to report there was no taking it easy. Uh, I see.
1: I talked to Leanne the day before, and I told her to take it easy. She was... She was in full swing. She can't help yeah. herself. And it wasn't
0: right? just the cooking and the presentation of the food. It was the decorating of the house. And Julie, I know you did some of that when you were at Leon's, caring yeah. for her post-surgery. But there was a lot of Thanksgiving decor, which I had not expected, right down to like hauling out the classic old name cards and right. things like that. So well, Liz,
2: my husband, I have to, in my defense, my husband went down to the basement. Normally I okay. take all the boxes up and put yes. all the boxes down. I didn't move one box. He brought it up. I unpacked it. And then I packed it up and he brought them okay. down. Okay. Well, but it yeah. was delightful. Thank I just
0: appreciated it. you. Thank de- you definitely overdelivered. Thank so, you. <laughs> so thank you.
2: But you'll notice like, I didn't polish any silver. I didn't get the fancy dishes out. No. We no. had a whole different uh, there so Okay, there I didn't notice any of that, but now that you mentioned adjustments it. were made. <laughs> and we went with quality over quantity of meals. Like uh-huh. I cut a lot of food out. Yeah. Like we only had one kind of stuffing. We only, you know, there's a whole bunch of things we didn't have that uh-huh. I didn't make in initial. Okay. All right. We re-jiggered the first course cuz of shrimp skiving. Shrimp skiving?
0: Oh, so so I showed How up that?
1: How was that, Liz? Shrimpsgiving. Shrimp skiving?
0: Julia had, of course, the fresh shrimp, which is my specialty. Yes. Just go buy Amen. shrimp. And then I also made a warm crab meat dip because every... oh, delish. everyone in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, when I posted the question, okay, I'm bringing crab meat. Should I go with just like a cold crab salad or crab hors d'oeuvre or go with your warm, cheesy approach? And it was pretty much 100% warm and cheesy. So then I had to do that, and that was very tasty. And then how about this? Leon was shocked, Julie. I put it in a bread bowl.
1: <laughs> well, Liz, I saw there was bread bowl activity <laughs> on our Facebook group, but I didn't know whether you'd be able to execute that. Way to go, sister!
0: There's nothing hard about a bread bowl, but if people it takes forethought.
1: It takes forethought. You
0: need which to is buy, is not, the, buy the bread, which is not my department. No, the yeah, any sort of preparation, forethought, list making, not my strong suits when it comes to things in the kitchen. But anyway, that was a hit. So it was a go. hit. Like, yeah.
2: I couldn't eat any, but it looked yes. good because there was some s- seasoning in there I couldn't handle. But okay, people enjoyed the leftover crab dip the next day. The, oh, I just
0: sliced the bread. Oh, they just see? ate the whole bowl. Oh, it was a. So think See, about that. See, you have young men, I, yes. so I knew that the bull would get eaten.
2: Yeah. So everything was eaten the next day. That mm-hmm. was my goal: is like not a lot of leftovers because I can't eat any yeah. of them except okay. the cream spinach. I was the only one that ate it, and I ate it for four straight days. <laughs> I had three pounds of cream spinach, and uh, that all worked for me. So I think it was a big hit, and uh, it was a it was a really nice Thanksgiving. I'm glad. I'm glad I attempted it. I'm glad I had all the help. Yes. And, uh, I mm-hmm. was exhausted on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So do you
2: feel better, Julie? You were right. I
0: overdid it. I I feel better. I did. Yep. Yep. And thank you for my single serving leftovers that I brought home with me. It's really kind of you need leftovers, but you don't need a lot of leftovers, especially when you live alone. So I just had a delightful lunch on Friday of all of my leftovers from Thursday night. You know, so that was delicious. Thank you. Um, okay, now I just have my recap of the weekend, which was very Operation Sea Turtle oriented. So I'll make this fast. You know, okay. that's any anything that I try to do or encourage others to do related to health and wellness. So uh, instead of waiting for my a new mantra for the new year, I had decided to launch one in mid-November for Operation Sea Turtle, and it is finish strong. That's what oh, I'm trying good. to do yeah. for 2019. Instead of just Eating my way and, you know, through the end of the (laughs) year. Couch and eating? Yeah. Okay. Finish strong. I like it, Liz. Finish strong. So I have three prongs uh, related to the finish strong prongs, as Sheila would say. Number one is I am planning a fitness vacation for the holidays with one of my friends. So that really helps. Focus my attention. Yes. Right? If I know I'm going to be out working out, being very active over the holidays, then it sort of keeps me on the straight and narrow now. And it's really something to look forward to. So that was number one prong. Uh planning a fitness vacation. Number two prong, getting all my screenings done. So ending the year, I had my colonoscopy last week. I have, yes, I have a mammogram coming up. So I'm trying to go through any of those things that have been kind of waiting to get done. Tis the season for a mammogram. Yes. (laughs) And then the third prong, I'm just calling gather ye satellite sisters and misters. I think it's such a, just a nice time of year obviously to see your friends but you have to get you have to get those plans in the books. you know you want to have lunch with a friend or dinner with a little group or you know go for a walk on the beach with another person you haven't seen in a while. I'm working on programming friendship sisterhood and Mr.
1: Hood into my
0: finishing strong because I feel it, like
1: that's brilliant that is a brilliant idea to do
0: yeah so uh so I recommend all three of those things for you uh there is one drawback to my approach is that sadly I have managed to re-injure my right butt cheek <laughs> As people may recall from last year when we were training to go hiking in Argentina, Julie, I I did something. It's called piriformis syndrome. So it's basically a muscle related to your glute that, I don't know, it's just a lot of pain. So anyway, so I'm back doing, luckily, I do know how to rehab it. I know the exercises, and I also tried a new trick. Yesterday, I actually had acupuncture done to my butt. So (laughs) Why not? (laughs) <laughs> Why not? Did it help? <laughs> well, we'll see. It didn't help in the moment. Then you know, but I'm okay with the needles. But then she added like little electrodes to the top of the needles, so you're getting like this little buzzing thing going on. Wow. Anyway, it's <laughs> I. I... Acupuncture. I have no response to that <laughs> other than, wow. I know. And I, I just want to apologize because I know audio is really theater of the mind. So if now I've put the image in your head of me with like electrified needles in my butt and you're not going to be able to shake that all day, I really apologize. The only thing I would say is I did wear an extra special pair of MeUndies <laughs> to my appointment. So it was, I I wanted her to really appreciate that I had made an effort in that department. So, parte. There you go. Operation Sea Turtle. I I encourage everyone to finish Finish 2019 strong. strong.
2: Love it. Love it. All right. When we come back, we have the Bitter Business Bureau. First, I want to thank a couple of sponsors here at Satellite Sisters. We are always happy to see Warby Parker on the list because we believe in their boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point.
0: Totally believe. I just love my Warby Parker sunglasses. They're my faves I've ever had.
2: Right. So if you want to try your own Warby Parkers, they could not make it easier. They have this home try-on kit, and you can go, you take the quiz, you pick out your samples, five samples of eyewear. They come to your house. You can put them on for-
1: shocking, isn't it? It is. That they give you five pairs of glasses to try on.
2: I love it. You you can put them on for family and friends. The holiday is actually a good time to do it because you have a lot of people around. A fashion show for the fam? Yeah, to weigh in. And then you can start 2020 fresh with a new pair of of glasses or sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Vintage or, inspired looks. Mm-hmm. We like or it. Or just finish strong just, uh, for the holidays. Some strong new frames. And Go the glasses start at 95 bucks, including prescription lenses. I mean, that is really a good price. It is.
0: <laughs> you are right, Leanne, whatever you said.
2: Uh, Okay, but here is exciting news. Why? You know we love the glasses. Yeah, we do. Now, Warby Parker has contact lenses.
0: Oh, that's good news for you because you wear
2: contacts. Yes. They're called Scout by Warby Parker. Scout, Mm. comfortable, breathable, and affordable daily contact lenses made from super moist material that resists drying for lasting hydration and comfort. They wear Scout by Warby Parker contact lenses for less than a dollar 25 a day. You can order a trial pack that includes 6 days worth of contact lenses for only 5 bucks and then five receive 5 bucks off your next Warby Parker order. Well, so that's that pretty like, great. Yeah,
0: yeah, you might as well try them. Give it a try. Yeah.
2: I know, I'm excited about this. You can learn more at warbyparker.com/sisters. That's warbyparker.com slash sisters. You want to head there to order your free home try-on kit for the glasses?
0: Or I like the way you're holding your hands up to, like, glasses. She's motioning (laughs) glasses, Julie. Again, theater of the mind. Imagine (laughs) Leanne's putting on glasses. I'm just trying to distinguish. There are
2: glasses now and there are contact lenses. And that is a lot for me to talk about in a single ad. It is. Because those are two different things. You're doing a great job. So you can get your free home try-on kit, or you can request a trial of Scout contact lenses for just $5. Visit warbyparker.com slash sisters to learn more. And we would like to thank Rothy's for their support of Satellite Sisters. Oh, the holidays are a great time to order yourself a fresh pair of Rothy's, Liz. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because they are so festive and they are so comfortable and you can wear them Nonstop all day long, and yeah. they're
0: stylish. I know. Don't be standing around all your holiday parties in really uncomfortable high heels and things. There's just like ain't nobody got time for that anymore. No, just it's
2: get over. some nice
1: festive Rothy's.
0: <laughs> so many colors, so many patterns. Things that have
2: metallic in them. I, I will...
1: know, Leon. did you see the metallics? They're really cute for the holidays. I literally but I also like those bright berry colors they're showing too. Yes. So.
2: I literally lost out on the metallics. The email came in and I went to order them. I was so excited. Gone. So you, just, you, have, <laughs> so to you have to stay back the... fast. You do, Liz. You do. You have to act fast, Liz and Julie. Rothy's is a company making beautiful shoes for women and kids out of plastic water bottles. That's the crazy thing. And they're crazy comfortable and fully machine washable. They've grown to be a most loved, got to have brand. So it's no surprise that over there are a thousand nearly perfect reviews. They're stylish, sustainable and comfortable and washable. Really are all-in-one shoes. They're the perfect flats for the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. If you want to try Rothy's now, go to rothys.com sisters to get your new favorite flats in time for the holidays. Comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com sisters today. Thanks, Rothy's, for supporting Satellite Sisters.
0: Okay, so now we're back to... Um, my- <laughs> For having celebrated the holidays and gotten every, everyone very excited about finishing strong, I do want to take a moment to express some bitterness mm. from the, the Bitter Business Bureau. First uh-huh. is just a quick hit, as we say on Satellite Sisters. Uh, I dare you to try this. Yesterday, Jack Dorsey, who is the CEO of both Twitter and Square. So, okay, so... He's the CEO of two big companies because, yeah, why not let him have, like, two full-time jobs? Uh, He announced that he's going to be spending half the year in um, 2020 in Africa because he just wants to, like, see what's going on there. And he feels like it's the future of cryptocurrency. And, you know... Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, you got to be where the future is, right? But the guy's already got two full-time jobs for companies, companies based in California. And I just want to say, you try that, okay? Go in and tell your boss you have a full-time job, right? Go in and tell your boss you're going to get another full-time job, and you're moving halfway around the world. But don't worry, you'll be able to do both of them. So,
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. A lot of people work at those companies and they count on their jobs and they count on, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like the most responsible thing to do as a public CEO, you know, to, to just check out for half a year. I mean, it may enrich his life. Yeah. But I think it jeopardizes the people that work for his companies.
0: Yeah, and obviously those are business. those are both global companies. So theoretically, yeah, they do business all over the world. It just seems weird to me. That's all. that's all. The guy's already got two full time jobs <laughs> as CEO. So okay, I leave that with you. Let's go back to reality, because uh, he does not live in a reality I've ever experienced. So back to my reality. If you were like me, you got an email on Black Friday from. Every business you have ever done business with. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so come true. on, people. Did you, Julie? Like, yes. everyone.
1: I mean, every time I looked, I had, like, 50 new emails. Yes. In my, like, like Again, all from, you know, retailers uh, about their special Black Friday sale. Yeah. Yeah. And all of these people that you had forgotten that maybe you did business with them I, over I the course of the year? I never even realized I, you know, had that many uh, that I had given my email to that many companies. Yeah, right? no, it's a it, it really it gets your attention. Well, that was the shocking part. Like, yeah, yeah. And Leon, you were this- too, Liz, because they all start with Julie. Did you know about our big sale? You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you think they really care about you, but yeah. they don't.
0: They do not care about you, Liam, Same thing happened to you. You said, yeah,
1: yeah, a lot, <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Leon was like. Yeah,
0: I was getting email from Villaroy and Bosch. When did I ever do, I know. To do business with them? So anyway, so it's ridiculous. I mean, from a marketing point of view, can I just say, please, could you start a little bit earlier in the week? You want me to be ready for Black Friday? You can email me on Monday or Tuesday, you know, whatever. Uh, but also, this deluge on Black Friday has led me to create a new holiday that I am calling unsubscribe saturday <laughs> because the, it real, i realized there is no better day to unsubscribe than the day after everyone just lines themselves up in your inbox in a really orderly way in this on the exact same day so you can literally just zip down that list and unsubscribe 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 cuz they're <laughs> all right there they make it they make it so easy so my slogan for unsubscribe saturday is don't just delete unsub (laughs) because you think, Oh, I should just delete all the messages, but you know what? It's just going to happen again next black Friday. I'm saying that's a cute t-shirt Liz. I can see it on mugs. So there you go. Unsubscribe Saturday. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really, really had a lot of fun. Good. Liz, that's, that's a
2: very efficient way. You're finishing strong. You're finishing strong on all all levels. All levels. All right. Well, you know, let's go back to old school media then, uh-huh. because I have a 30-year-old uh, issue of Glamour Magazine here, and I know that's confusing to you. Yeah, it is. Here's, it what, is. here's what happened. This was sent to me by my good friend, Andrew Farron. Now, we went to college together, and there is a photo of us on spring break in Mexico in 1985, uh-huh. where not only do we have the same haircut, uh, <laughs> Andrew and I, but I am reading... an an issue of Glamour magazine. Uh I am, in fact, reading this issue of Glamour Magazine. So when I was recovering from my surgery, Andrew, who lives in Madrid, managed to find it on Etsy and send it to me as a recovery present. Which is really, really great. That is so thoughtful and hard to do. It is. He went for it. And, you know, back in the day, we didn't have 100 million photos of ourselves. So this sort of remains like the one college photo that we love looking at because we just look good and we're tan and... (laughs) Young. my hair is naturally blonde, and I have the same haircut as my friend Dandy. And so, uh, and so I thought it was super thoughtful. So yes. I saved it for one recovery day got myself some herbal tea, and I went through it. Uh-huh. I was a big Glamour magazine fan. I started with 17, moved on to Glamour. These were really foundational um, books for me. Yes. For me mm-hmm. actually. It was a guidebook for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And what shocked me. and
1: don't, you know, I mean, that was it, right?
2: Yeah. Well, what shocked me about this uh, this issue of Glamour is like, how nothing has changed in 30 years. I First of all, this is a fantastic issue. There is so much stuff in this magazine. Remember, they used to be called Women's Service Magazine? Yes. And this serves you. You've got your <laughs> fashions. You've got your facials. You have relationship advice. Uh-huh. Okay? They want to change the tax code at Glamour Magazine. They want to know what you think about the tax code. There's a really? whole section on fixing your car. How about they were, like, at the forefront of doing workplace advice? So they want to tell you how to work on your leadership skills and also what you shouldn't wear for a promotion. And you know what you shouldn't wear for a promotion? List. Right. Don't wear a, a suit with
0: a vest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is sound advice. That is still very good advice. Liz,
1: you write that down because you should say that on Safe gonna for Work. I'm going to say that on <laughs> Safe
0: for Work, Julie. That's right. I do a workplace advice show.
1: Right. So, really,
2: there is stuff in here you're going you're to gonna want to look at. But the one thing as I was paging through it, what, what really caught my eye was a Glamour editorial that they did about enough is enough. Women need support with child care. Who is kidding who? Like half of all mothers are working now, like 5 million women in the workforce, 8.2 million kids at home. Here's what we need to do as a country to make women working more palatable. Mm -hmm. And Liz, that is what depressed me.
1: because (laughs) It (laughs) hasn't gotten any better. Child care is even more expensive. Quality early childhood uh, care is you know, very hard to find. So it's, that is depressing. It's
2: unbelievable. I mean, how the needle has barely moved. Mm-hmm. Are there more on-site childcare places? Yes, there are. They call for that here. But like the whole maternity leave thing, paid maternity leave, like mm-hmm. 34 years ago, they're saying, listen, uh, that should be mandatory. Yeah. This is crazy that you only get three months, most of it not paid. Still an issue everywhere. Yes. Like it's nuts how we do that. Like there have to be things we can do, and Glamour magazine called it 34 years ago. I got a little depressed. I know frankly. people
0: poo-poo those women's magazines, but there were certain of them that really took on the issues, and Glamour always was one.
2: Well, it made me actually look who who was the editor at Glamour, because I know that I was a big reader, but I didn't, I couldn't recall a name. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't to me a famous magazine editor, but she was famous. Her name was Ruth Whitney, and she really led the charge to make women's magazines reflect women's lives of the day, their complete lives, from Mm -hmm. the fashions and the facial to the Mm -hmm. workplace to the relationships. And as I read her obituary, she died in 1999 from Lou Gehrig's disease. She was an incredible woman, and she really led the charge of making feminism a centerpiece of glamour magazines editorial decisions.
0: I was kind of blown away. Yeah, she was an amazing woman. I remember her because in the mid-80s, I was already working while you were still in college. <laughs> well, I was on spring break. Yes. <laughs> no
1: doubt. Yeah,
0: yeah I, best, I I I was the best I was working in PR in New York so I worked with a lot of editors from the women's magazines and Ruth Whitney was the bomb. I mean she was really the biggest badass editor. I mean there were the purely fashion creatures, right. you know, who would be at Vogue or somewhere,
2: but Or Helen Gurley Brown and yes, Cosmopolitan yeah. seems to get all the credit for for, right,
0: for introducing feminism yes. to women's yeah. service. But Ruth Whitney was the one who was always pushing the limit with that. And I remember seeing her speak places and you just came away thinking, OK, she's on it. Ruth has Ruth has really got this covered. And uh, yeah, well,
2: yeah. yeah, no, she was she was the first magazine editor to put a black woman on the cover. And that was in the late 60s. And that was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that when she died, Katie Couric did her eulogy. But they said she was very humble, like you would not have known her name, but she would have known her agenda. Mm-hmm. So that really impressed me. So thank you, Ruth Whitney. Yeah. And it also made me think, if you're a young woman now, where are you going for your information like Mm -hmm. this? I mean, because this was so comprehensive. There's a whole thing in there about frenemies and women, how we need each other as rivals to help ourselves get better. And that's kind of a big idea. Still talking about frenemies. Uh There's a complete guide, a complete guide in this magazine for um, rape victims in terms of recovery and reporting. Like, that could have been written last week, you know. Totally
0: groundbreaking in its time. Right.
2: And then there's also the how do we grow out a haircut with long layers. (laughs) I mean, that is also a part of our daily life. And then, Julie, this made me think of you. The funniest photos are the ones uh, of the pregnancy wear because the clothes were just so voluminous. (laughs) It's like
1: women wore pup tents back then. Uh I know, those giant Laura Ashley dresses, which I would wear. Yeah. That's exactly, uh, what, That's exactly what they That's exactly what's in, this in the layout.
2: editorial. But, you know, shout out to Glamour Magazine for back in the day. <laughs> I love seeing uh, Christy Brinkley, Kim Alexis. Oh, my gosh. Isabella Rossellini was beautiful then. Mm-hmm. She is beautiful now. Mm-hmm. She always was beautiful. So, I don't know. Get yourself a 34-year-old Glamour Magazine. <laughs> I'm just curious, though, what are young – I'm sure there's a website that young women are going to, and yeah. I'd be curious to know what that is. Or, so,
0: all those things have been spread among many websites, right, that right. there's no one place right. where it's all together. Can, right. You can go to, like, Jezebel for certain kinds of things. You can go to The Scam. Right. There are all kinds of the Cug, like yeah. fashion yeah. bloggers Cug. and things like that. But, yeah, very interesting. Yeah,
2: it was just truly, truly revealing. I loved it. Thank you, Andy, for sending it to me. Also makes a great gift. So. Yeah. <laughs> Old, old I magazine. Said, what are you
1: going to do with it now,
2: Leah,
0: now that you've read it? <laughs>
2: I'm going to save it. I mean, it's, it, again, I'll take a look at it in 10 years, see if we progressed at it all. It will
0: still make you laugh. You were laughing when you saw the ad for the product called Prince Matcha Oh, my god. That gosh. was a thing. Remember that wind song guy?
2: Oh, still <laughs> cute. I mean, there he is. I just can't yes. seem to forget you. Your win song stays on my mind. That yeah. guy sold a lot of perfume. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. He still would, that he guy. He still would. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, okay. well done, Can we Lynn? talk Thank about Tuesday Trends sure. now? Sure. Because I've been dying to tell both of you about sweet potatoes. Yeah. Uh, okay. They are having a moment. Do you realize that the number of products with sweet potatoes in them are up 27% this year? People are jamming sweet potatoes into waffles, into pasta. They're making pizza (laughs) crust out of it. Now, the percentage of restaurants in this country that have sweet potatoes on the menu, do you know it's 28 percent? (laughs) That's 14. I I I did not know that. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) See, I told you I was coming with hard facts about sweet potatoes. I want you to check this out next time you go to a restaurant. okay. Uh, and this is up 14%, okay? The number of acres used to f- for farming for sweet potatoes up 38% since 2012. Wow. that's insane. Yes. It is insane. I hope that I hope they are taking kale place and <laughs> turning those into sweet potatoes. <laughs> but everybody loves sweet potatoes because it ha- they have a superfood classification, yeah. you know. Yeah. They're gluten-free, which is different than a regular potato, so that's good. They are oh. high in carbs, but they're low in the glycemic index, so right. that's good. Jam-packed with vitamin A. Everybody needs that. They've got antioxidants in them, and they're fewer calories than uh, potatoes. Okay, So well- so, so it's, it's all, it's all sweet potatoes from here on in. So, and of course, so, you know, we're glad that they're having their moment, but of course there is an SPB that would be sweet potato backlash. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: People want their potatoes, you know, people love those baked potatoes and they don't want, they don't want people sneaking sweet potatoes into all of their food, but that's, yeah. that's okay.
0: Yeah, because we we experienced it with kale. You're right. So now yeah. we know what to look for. Those right. chips are not made of potato. They're made of kale, or now they're but made of sweet potato. No, potatoes. I just want a potato chip.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I have not had sweet potato pizza like a, a pizza crust out of it. That sounds disgusting to me, but I would like to. I'd like to know if that's tasty or not.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I've tried okay. the cauliflower pizza crust, which yeah. is fine. It doesn't taste like anything, yeah. but it doesn't taste bad.
1: So yeah. I don't know. But- Anyway, so uh, that's very good. Now, the other story I wanted to tell you about Tuesday, which, Leon, in particular, I wanted you to hear, is that doctors are now studying whether poetry can be a source of relief and connection for patients. Hmm. They, there's pilot studies going on in VA hospitals and in a number of medical schools in this country where they're using written word, particularly poetry, uh, to help to heal patients. In some cases, they're reading poems to maybe patients that have dementia, okay, that, and that the poetry elicits memories about their youth, about their childhood, and in some cases can can trigger some connection between the doctor or caregiver and the patient, which I thought was beautiful. I mean, I remember with our own dad that even you know when he had really in the latter years of Alzheimer's, he still could remember like words to the songs or he yes. could still remember prayers at mass, you know. Uh and so, but they're finding that poetry poetry can can help. In some cases they're using it for cancer patients who are as they're going through chemo, they're asking the cancer patients, you know, to help write a poem. Hmm. So which, you know, as a method to distraction and as a method of inspiration, but they find that it also works for the caregiver or the doctor where, you know, the burnout from taking care of patients that if they can have some other kind of connection, whether it's reading them a, a poem or, you know, having them write down a poem that they're working on, that can really help with the connection. So, I thought that was really lovely, and you know, they don't. You know, there's no hard data on it yet, but they're trying it in a number of places, and it seems like a wonderful thing to do.
2: It makes me wonder why that's more powerful than, say, a short story. But maybe it's just because the language of poetry can be very simple. Yeah, it can be accessible yeah. for people. You know, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Oh, yeah, that's so, that's a nice thought, actually.
1: I, I thought it was, yeah. and I wanted to share it with you. A
2: gift, a gift, a poetry book would be a nice gift if you know somebody going through something. Then, mm-hmm. not a not a bad idea. Good good work, Julie. Um, Julie, can I just go back to the sweet potatoes for one
1: second?
0: <laughs>
2: Clarify a yes, few yes. sweet potato just,
1: issues. You Have some more another thought. <laughs> I idea. have a
2: follow up question about the yam versus sweet potato. I don't.
1: Is it are they the same thing? Do you know I, when I I saw the words used interchangeably, Lynn? Okay. So, that that would that's my take on it. I would love to hear from the satellite sisterhood. Please weigh in on yams versus sweet potatoes. Is it one more thing we can be divided about yeah. in this country? <laughs> Can't we just all get
2: behind sweet potatoes. Well, I didn't know if it was a rebrand. Like they were always yams, and then they weren't selling because that's like yam, I yam, I yam. And so then they oh, they're sweet potatoes. Yeah, no, it's like kiwis. They went through the rebrand, right. and now kiwis are delicious, mm-hmm. even though they're the same. Pomegranates fruit. got relaunched. Yeah, so yep. hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for that. All right. Uh, Stay with us. We have Entertaining Sisters coming up. But first, we are going to thank a couple of our Satellite Sisters sponsors. We would like to thank FrameBridge for their support of Satellite Sisters. If you've been listening to this podcast, and presumably you have, you've heard us talk. If you (laughs) got this far. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing then. Did you just (laughs) land? I don't know. You're overhearing someone on a bus listening to this? (laughs) (laughs) Then this ad is not for you.
0: <laughs> this is only for the people. For our listeners, <laughs> listening on purpose. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> okay. Framebridge, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs>
2: They make it easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to
0: all your best photos. And now is the season. Literally, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm finishing strong. A part of that was I had the two posters that I bought in Argentina at the beginning of the year that I still hadn't framed. So I talked to FrameBridge, you mail them in, they frame them. I haven't gotten them back yet, but any day now I'm finishing strong with FrameBridge, Leanne. Oh, Liz, fantastic. FrameBridge is the perfect way to give ridiculous
2: easy and thoughtful gifts. Yes, people will be fooled into thinking you actually care. If
0: you you frame something, it's that extra special touch. Because you can frame it directly from your phone. It's it's not complicated. They make it unbelievably simple to just upload an image and then get it framed.
2: Yeah, you go to framebridge.com and you upload your photo. You can preview the item online in a variety of frame styles. And the expert team at the Framebridge Factory will custom frame that. So a handmade personalized gift from Framebridge starts at $39, and all the shipping is free. Plus, Satellite Sisters listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com, but you have to use the promo code SISTERS, all right? Mm -hmm. It's that easy. Framebridge.com, use the promo code SISTERS, and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Become a gift-giving legend by using Framebridge to give high-quality, one-of-a-kind gifts that you can order in minutes, framebridge.com promo code sisters framebridge.com promo code sisters we would also like to thank liquid IV for their support of satellite sisters liz tis the season of dehydration (laughs) it is yeah julie where you're you're traveling you're partying too much yeah a lot can happen Hydration is key, and Liquid IV wants to help you. Are you trying to drink more water this season? Liquid IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone, with the added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. And that is fantastic. Remember, a lot of winter sports take place at high altitude, right? Yes. Much easier to get dehydrated. Are you headed out skiing? This is what you want to do. Liquid IV is the perfect way to stay hydrated on the mountain. It's the fastest-growing wellness brand and you can find them everywhere even Costco. You can find their Hydration Multiplier so sold at Costco's nationwide or you can go to liquidiv.com and get 25% off anything when you use the promo code SISTERS. That's 25% off anything when you order on Liquid IV's website. And Liquid IV is liquid and then an I and a V. Capital I, capital V. No extra
0: dots, just Liquid IV.
2: LiquidIV.com. Right. Enter promo code SISTERS and start better hydration today. LiquidIV.com, promo code SISTERS.
0: Finish drunk.
2: <laughs> Finish hydrated, Liz. Finish <laughs> hydrated. All right. I want to remind people that we did first, we created a Spotify playlist.
0: Lian, you killed it. Yeah, really. Thank that you. That was a very yeah. impressive. Oh. New product from the (laughs) Satellite Sisters.
2: Well, last week on the show, we had composer Martin Davich. Uh He has a beautiful new album, and he is an Emmy Award-winning composer, also my neighbor. And so I asked him, hey, could you put together a list of holiday songs, you know, some of yours, some from friends of yours, songs that you love? So he sent me a list, and I created a Spotify playlist. So you can go to Satellite Sisters Holiday Conversation Playlist. That's where you find it on Spotify. In Spotify, right. In Spotify. On the
0: Spotify app. Yeah. Right.
2: And so and it's there. You you can you can enjoy it. You can see some of Marty Davich's new music or hear it and download that and a bunch of other, you know, sort of uh fresh holiday faves, yeah. I think.
0: So it's not the usual list. Hey, uh, by the way, just as a reminder, Satellite Sisters the Podcast is available on Spotify. Spotify right. is a really easy way to listen to your podcast too. <laughs> it is. So podcasts and music. <laughs> Just in general, you could integrate Spotify into your life. Yeah.
2: So I just want to mention that, that holiday playlist is there. That's a first for us. I enjoyed it. There may
1: be more playlists to come. Lee and I played it while I was cooking. I thought it was delightful, really put me in the holiday mood. Lots of different kinds of music, many, many very uh, familiar pieces as well. So good work. Thank you. Well, I also want to give Marty credit. So we worked on it together. Good work, Marty. You did a good
2: job. we, We did it together. I added a few. He added most. All right. Entertaining Sisters. Jewel, what do you got?
1: I, I went to the movies this weekend uh, and I saw Knives Out. Uh, now, uh, here here's my thing. OK, I mean, I had such high hopes for this movie. And the opening scene, when Jamie Lee Curtis uh, comes out, I think this is going to be fantastic because she is fantastic. Right. right. Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her. I wish there was. I wish the whole movie was her, uh, because she is so great. But she joins a cast of wonderful and despicable characters in a murder mystery. So so far so good. Everything this looks like it's going to be fun, fun, fun. But here's the real mystery to me. Okay, somehow they cast Daniel Craig, aka James Bond, mm-hmm. as we all know. He plays a p- private eye in this story. And, but he has a southern accent, mm. like a really, really, really bad southern accent. <laughs> you know, one moment he's from Kentucky, next moment he's from Georgia, I think he's from Texas. I mean, you just can't look at him and listen to him with a southern accent. In fact, uh, there are lots of plot twists in this movie. And I'm not going to tell you any. But okay. I kept thinking one of the plot twists is going to be Daniel Craig is going to start speaking with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> that does not happen in this movie. <laughs> so I know it's very popular. I was disappointed with oh. it. I just, I just could not get p- okay. <laughs> it was it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair oh. enough.
0: That's interesting, Julie. You are an outliner, outlier because every single person I know who saw this movie said it was wildly entertaining, but clearly they are not, you know. Maybe, maybe they're not
1: from the South, Maybe, yeah. but I, I just, okay, so I'd like to know if it bothered other people. It bothered me so much. I kept thinking, well, maybe I should have gone to see Frozen 2, you know, which was playing <laughs> in the next
0: room. I just, or maybe like, you just always want Daniel Craig to be James Bond, which would be- that would no, be no, okay. but
1: just just not a really bad Southern accent, Liz. Okay. that was a bridge too far for me. Okay, and because he's the star, he's one of the stars in it. It, it was he was in every scene, okay. so that was that was so annoying. So I came home, but I wanted to get into the holiday spirit. And, Lee, and you always talk about the Hallmark Channel and all the wonderful holiday movies. So I turned on the TV. I thought I was on the Hallmark Channel and sat down to watch a royal Christmas ball doesn't that sound good Yes that's yes a perfect way to like do some you know chores around the house and watch a royal Christmas ball so that's the good part then I realized that this is the sto- this is the story of a, of a dateless king okay of and he needs a date for uh, the Christmas ball he's 39 years old King Charles and he is from the country wait for this. Baltania, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Baltania. Is that next to Moldova? Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Okay. So he is from Baltania and he doesn't have a date so he decides to track down his California college sweetheart who is improbably cast Tara Reed wow. is his sweetheart, his long-lost <laughs> sweetheart. Okay. oh wow well she's long it, and lost that's, that's some, for sure. some st- he, stunt casting so, okay so this there you have it tara reed is the star of a royal christmas ball oh. now i don't know how to say this other than she tara reed is like the most unsympathetic character <laughs> no i mean you don't want her to win the win the prince yeah. i mean She the acting is like incredibly bad. Okay, everybody else. I mean, Prince Charles, he's doing (laughs) fine, and and of course they have a daughter uh, that who's now seventeen years old. Prince Charles doesn't know about him, and there you know (laughs) that is revealed, and there's a big ball at the end. Uh, uh, But Tara, Tara, Tara! (laughs) Oh my gosh, she is just so bad. And the other thing that you just kept looking, I kept looking at when I'm watching this is. She has like incredibly bad posture in the oh. movie. She's like humped over all the time. Oh my gosh. So but then I realized also, Leanne and Liz, I am not on the Hallmark channel. Oh, okay. Okay. With this I was on the ION TV channel. Mm. I don't know where it is on your television. But this apparently is where, where low-rent, bad, uh, small-budget <laughs> holiday movies go. So <laughs> it's ION channel, you might be able to catch Tara Reid in a royal Christmas ball. They seem to have a lot of other... Royal Christmas um, holiday shows on that channel, but this <laughs> I watch this for you so you don't have to Thank watch it. Thank you, Julie. Like that is community service.
0: Okay, That's well, selfless. We, we appreciate the warning. <laughs> I've never understood what Ion is either, so okay, no need to ever go there. Um, I have two recommendations. One is a podcast, and one is a documentary. The first podcast is just a super funny podcast called. 14 days with felicity So this is a satirical scripted comedy as if you are in jail with Felicity Huffman for 14 days or okay that's <laughs> okay fine. so that was... it seems like it could be mean. I was worried that it would that's... be too mean. I'm here to report it's not too mean. it's just hilarious. it is just super duper funny and it's so basically the deal is, Felicity Huffman has smuggled a cell phone into jail. So what you're getting mainly are her conversations with um, her family, her husband and her daughters, her lawyers, her agents, who are hilarious because in every episode they're telling her, like, some new offer she's gotten to, like, play herself in <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she doesn't get the role. It is, uh, it is so funny in the very first episode, she's talking to her lawyer who's like, oh, my God, get rid of that phone. That's actually against the law. And uh, she said, no, jail is fine. It's just like college, except my roommate is an arsonist." <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, Julie, you will appreciate Martha Stewart is in a lot of the episodes. Oh, I good. mean, a fake Martha Stewart. Yeah. You know, it's all, you know, comic actors playing all these roles. And it is super funny and super snappy. The episodes are only like 10 minutes long. That sounds about so right. So it's just about right. So you can, like, listen to two or three at a time. just Just laugh your way to work in the morning and then listen to two or three more on your way home. I totally recommend it. I will say that the portrait of... William H. Macy is not flattering at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, he like calls her and says, Hey, hon, uh, could you pick up some milk on the way home? And she's like, I'm in jail. I'm <laughs> anyway. So I recommend. So that's called 14 Days with Felicity, a very funny, snappy uh, podcast. Then the other thing at the other end of the emotional spectrum is uh, the new documentary about. Lindsey Vaughn the skier called Lindsey Vaughn the final season and this is on HBO and uh, especially if you already love Lindsey Vaughn, you will be fascinated by this but even if you're just generally interested in like really high intensity athletes people that are really the best in the world at what they do and what they're how they emotionally handle all of that that's what this is about because she wanted to have this final season where she captures a new world record, which is, you know, most wins ever on the World Cup circuit. The world record was held by by Ingemar Stenmark, and he had won 86 um, World Cups. And so she was coming back for a final season to beat him. And, you know, I think the world knows that didn't happen. There was an injury. And so what the documentary actually is, is her injury and how she responds to the injury, and then how she makes the final decisions about how to end her skiing career. And it's very emotional. I bet. It is, you know. Well, she's always worn her emotions right on her sleeve, too. Oh, and so it's. It's just really interesting to see her thought process, to see the people around her and how they help her come to those decisions. They get into the history with her father yeah. and then her husband, who was her coach. Right. And then she divorced him and started speaking to her father again. That's all in there. And then there are some really great interviews with other great skiers like Bodie Miller and Peekaboo Street are in it. Just talking about what it's like to do that, like to hurdle down a hill as Bodie Miller says, when you crash in the downhill, it's like stepping out of a car going 80 miles per hour. So that's, and Lindsay Vaughn did that over and over and over again in her career. Anyway, uh, I really recommend it. It's, you know, it's Some of it is hard because things do not end particularly well for her. But uh, if you're interested in that kind of story about an athlete totally at the top of the game and how they decide to end their career, uh, it's on HBO called Lindsey Vaughn, The Final Season.
2: Okay. And just a note, Michaela Schifrin just broke in Gamar's record. I, um, I, yeah, good for her. Uh, another great American skier. Okay, I have two things. First of all, I'm getting completely stressed out that it's the end of the decade. <laughs> And there are all these lists now about like best TV shows of the decade, best movies of the decade, best books of the decade. There are so many things I have not read or seen or listened
0: to. How am I gonna do it all in the next three weeks, Liz? I only realized last week that it was the end of the decade. Julie, I... <laughs> had you made that connection that like we're wrapping a decade? That's a lot of extra pressure.
2: Yeah. oh, I know <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm... All right, all right. I'm really, did, did, now. Didn't okay. mean to stress you out. So I'm not. I know I'm not going to get to all the books I should have this decade. So I just want to mention that my three favorite books of the decade were *Helen of Pasadena*, *Elizabeth the First Wife*, and *You're the Best*. Okay. A celebration of Friendship. I happen okay. to write or co-write all three of those books, <laughs> and I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. It's kind of okay, surprising. That's to me. A, a, an excellent list. Yeah. Well, it's kind of surprising to me that Helena Pasadena came out in 2010. Yes. So, it, it,
0: so it's oh, all nearly under
2: the, in the decade. A decade ago, which was my first novel, and all available, still available. If you're new to the show and you haven't read any of these books, you can find them at Amazon or go to your indie bookstore. Or, you know, my next book is coming out in April. It'll be a new decade. So I'll be a novelist yes. for two decades. Yes. So
1: the so sweeties- and you can't go back. A de- you can't read any of the books that were on the best of uh, the last decade in the new decade. You
2: I, can't? Do whatever you want to do. I'm uh-huh. not here to stress you out. I'm just saying my books were all written in this decade. And <laughs> well, it was I a fantastic probably- decade. <laughs> So there you go. The end of the decade list. They're stressing me out. And then finally, I am all caught up on Madam Secretary. Now, yeah. Julie and I did our Madam Secretary recap for many seasons because of my health This this fall, I could not do it. Mm-hmm. But I have caught up on the show. Next week is the very last Madam Secretary. It had a, a truncated 10-week season. So the series finale is next week. Uh, Julie and I are going to do a, just sort of a, a small Rapper. recap next week. Comments oh, good. On the last, okay. Comments on the, on the ten season. But um, we are going to weigh in on the controversial necktie that she's wearing. We oh, yes. are going to weigh in on the mystifying hairstyles that she's now Sporting, oh, okay. We yeah. are going to weigh in on what is Henry
1: McCord doing in the Oval Office?
2: <laughs> every is, day. Every day. Know.
1: What is he doing? We're going to talk about Dimitri and Stevie. We're definitely going to talk about that. Yeah. So. It, mm-hmm. That
2: absolutely saves the whole season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're totally talking about mm-hmm. that. But next week is the series finale, so get ready. And then next week on the show, we'll do a quick uh, okay. series recap
0: i was going to look forward to that. You yeah. know, I barely watched the show, but I loved the
2: recap. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we love doing the recaps. It was we just we just couldn't handle it this year. We had some self-care. We had we have to. Yes, Liam. <laughs> Actually, right. All right. We would like to thank our sponsors for supporting Satellite Sisters. Thanks to Warby Parker, Rothys, Liquid IV, and Framebridge. If you missed any of the codes or want to know what they are, first of all, give sisters a whirl. Yeah. Just put it in there or slash yes. sisters. It's always the best guess. It's usually the best guess. But then Liz does a good job over there at SatelliteSisters.com. Uh-huh. Under each show, you can find the sponsors for that, for that show. show. And yeah.
0: And just in the basic show notes, if you're listening to this on a podcast app, the show notes are right there. Right. And there are always links to our sponsors in those show notes.
2: Many thanks to you for supporting the sponsors who support us. Uh, we are literally sold out for 2020. That's good I know. Too, it's so exciting. the Satellite Sisterhood does a great job. So thank you. Thanks to Sergio Enriquez, our engineer here at Wondery. Many thanks to the team at Wondery who support the show and who provide the Wondery Sunset Studios for us. I want to uh, mention that um, Claire Tansey is coming back on the show. Remember, she was on last December with her cookbook, Uncomplicated.
0: Which everyone loved.
2: Everyone's loved it. it and yeah. making, you know, taking the stress out of home cooking. So we invited Claire back for our last show of the year. It will be December 17th. She's going to talk about some holiday cooking. And a few other things. So we're happy to welcome Claire back to the show. Uh, anything on your to do list? Oh, What's go, on your list? I have to go to That's the post true. office this week. Oh, wow. I have so okay. many. I have, like, such a backlog of things I was supposed to mail over the last eight weeks. Oh. Like, if you were waiting for an
0: advanced copy for me of my book. Oh, yeah, yeah I wanted one. I know. Uh, you know I, I, mean? I meant to ask when I was at your house for Thanksgiving, <laughs> like, when do I get to read The Sweetie Sisters? <laughs> no. I'm going to come by before I leave on my fitness vacation. <laughs> I meant to bring you one today. See yeah. what I mean?
2: Just, like, okay. I have so many things that need to get in an envelope and get to people. And I am determined to make it happen this week. I have a mailing list. It's going to happen.
0: It's amazing with all of our sponsors that none of them are like Stamps.com or any of those people where you never... Pitney Bowes. (laughs) I have that over on Safe for Work, pb.com slash safe. But anyway, so... No, no. I need a person to come, get the envelopes, find the addresses. Oh, I see. That's
2: the portion. And then... You know, yeah. So I need a shipping and receiving
1: department. And so that's what I need. I right think now. you could fit that in in your back bedroom. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, my, my to-do is uh,
0: putting up my uh, holiday wreath. I went ahead and now. I... Wow. Oh, Liz. Oh, I know. Whoa. My head is snapped back. Okay. What are the words here? Finish strong, right? (laughs) I'm finishing 2019 strong. So I went to Harry and David, not a sponsor, but we just love them. And I ordered one of those tabletop Christmas trees because I don't need a giant tree in my home. But so I have my little Christmas tree already up. But I also love the eucalyptus wreath that they sell. It's so nice. It smells so good when you come to your front door and you have the nice eucalyptus wreath up. So that is due to arrive like tomorrow. So I will be putting up my new wreath to finish 2019 strong tomorrow. Okay.
1: Okay. You know what my to-do list is, sisters? It's self-care. Okay. I said it. Okay. Because just listening to you talk about the post office, holiday decorating, I start to freak out. Okay. I just, I do every year this time of year, and I'm going to try very hard to just take a moment every day and just be calm and be still and just not hurdle from thing to thing. But to be calm and still. Okay. That's
2: it.
0: Do not freak out. That's okay. a good one, Julie.
2: We yes. can all practice yeah. that. We can all
0: practice uh, that. Just, yeah, some deep cleansing breaths every once in a while. So you can appreciate this
1: time. Just don't With don't friends and family don't and
0: wreaths and different.
1: food. That, that's my mantra. Okay, You're finishing strong. I'm trying not to freak out. Okay.
2: All right. That's our show for this week. Thanks to all of you for sharing, Satellite Sisters. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the rating and reviews that you do. Yeah, I love
0: reading the reviews. I yeah. used to kind of avoid them. But now mainly the people that review us are because you love, you love the show. So thank you. The more the merrier over there in any review. Go ahead. <laughs> we dare you go ahead spotify google apple podcasts
2: it's all they all take reviews go for it and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet if you've been oh yeah
0: if you've been hesitating it's free hesitating. It's- there's really no reason not <laughs> to free. subscribe it don't does not freak out don't, freak, it, don't freak, out. freak out it doesn't cost you anything to be a subscriber
2: all right we're the satellite sisters Liz Julie have a good week you too Leanne and don't forget call your satellite sisters